Hi, it's Christine, and you are listening to Christine's Voice, the podcast. Hi, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. And if you are coming back for this week's episode, thank you for always tuning in. Perfect attendance ka na! So guys, get some snacks, grab your coffee, and let's start this week's episode. So hi guys! It's me again, Christine. I hope you didn't forget about me. But I have been busy for the past two weeks and admittedly, I also have been feeling a little stressed and unwell. And I had to, you know, take some time off. But I am back and I am here with yet another episode for you guys. If you are following me on my Instagram, I have been sharing with you some um, quotes and other inspirational verses or words from Failing Forward by John Maxwell. And I have started reading this book, January Palang, but I haven't finished it until two days ago. And... I don't know, it's just a short book, but I guess I have to a lot more time to absorb it because it's one of those things that I need in my life because everyone, you know, fails. It's just that we don't think about it that much or we have different responses to failure. And I know I have a different response to failure when I was young and I do have a different response to failure now that I am a little bit older and I wanted to learn how to respond to it in a positive way. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. So guys, um, more recently, I received a question from a friend. So hi, Irina. I know I haven't responded to you yet, but I read your question about, um, I think you were asking some friends, what is one thing you think we should learn that is not being taught in school. So, ano yung mga bagay? Kasi not everything we can learn in school. So, ano yung mga bagay that we can learn that is not included in our curriculum in school? If you are going to ask me this question, and I have thought about it a lot, probably the answer that I would have is this. How to get back up when you have encounter difficulties and problems in life or more importantly how do you fail forward how do you move past your failures because these are things that we are not oriented in school we are placed in a situation or an environment wherein we are expected to perform we are expected to achieve and if we don't do the things that are required in school, of course, there will be punishments. There would be demerits. There would be detentions. There is a corresponding punishment to failure in school. And this is why we don't learn the right response to failure. And probably also the environment in school or in a school setup is if you do get rewards and if you do achieve things, you will get rewarded for your hard work. But I think what we should get here is whether or not a student fails or succeeds 
or passes or, you know, gets low grades from a certain subject. The important thing is to shift the focus from the results and move towards recognizing the efforts that a particular student has made about a certain examination or a certain subject. Because I know the importance of, you know, being output-based. But sometimes if we keep focusing on the output, we miss the opportunity to identify the importance of the process. And for me, that's important. Kasi, alam mo yun, okay, sige, you achieve good grades. Okay, fine. You get um, honors, you get awards, you get recognition. But eventually, if you go out of school and enter the workforce, the real life, the real world, all these things will not be as valuable. I mean, you can use it to your advantage. You can actually use whatever you learned in school and apply it in real life. But it's just, for me, it's just more difficult to adjust. Because if you are that person who is always you know, rewarded and praised in school because you're doing a good job and you're having um, all the awards and the good grades. Once you stop being that person outside in the real world, you would definitely have issues, you know, accepting <laughs> the fact that you are no longer the best outside. You know what I mean? Because if a student, for example, if a, if a young child is conditioned that ay matalino siya he is the top of the class which is good as a child good grades are being rewarded but when this child eventually encounters problems outside of his area of knowledge or expertise kasi we're not good at everything and if this child finally you know stumbles upon a topic or a subject na hindi niya forte. For example, this child may be academically inclined and might be good at every subject, but is not athletic. So, he might have problems with sports. And that's fine. But you will not be rewarded for it. And if you go outside, and there would almost always be a physical education class for all of the students outside. <laughs> And we also know the importance of physical activities. This is going to be one of the problems for the child. How can this child move past his weakness? And this is very important because, I don't know, growing up, I'm also not athletic. But I did have my share of sports. I used to play volleyball when I was in grade school. And that changed when I started wearing my glasses, my eyeglasses, because I really cannot see the the game properly i really cannot return the ball properly because my eyeglasses would always be on the way and i didn't really pursue it after that but i did have my share of sports and i would always dread um activities physical activities um when i was in school because i began to think that sports is not for me so that's how i dealt with it I thought of it as something that I just couldn't do, which is wrong. My response is wrong. And as a child, I have always been 
insecure about my body and that added kind of and kind of added fuel to the fire of um not being a sporty person and looking back i kind of i kind of regret thinking that way because it was simply not the correct response and i am trying to change that kind of perspective now that i have grown much older and that i have started to think of it in this way that i have control over my body and i can train my body to be strong if not athletic so we just run out of batteries so as i was saying i was so conditioned that I am not this athletic person that I even stopped trying. So for me, that is a very negative response to having failed the first time around. And I realize that now. So yeah. So as I am going through this episode, actually, I just want to share with you some very important steps that John Maxwell has enumerated in accordance to how you can fail forward and as i'm going through this list i am going to give my point of reflection or my example as to how this applies to my personal experiences so if you read this book this is just very short and it has a lot of um, different life stories that will give you the best examples as to how this steps would apply and i think this is a very great kind of storytelling because not only are you becoming aware of the stories of other people but you are learning from their experience one of the things that john maxwell has said here knowledge is when you get to learn from your own experience so you know that when you touch something hot you might possibly burn from touching that object but the more important thing apart from getting that kind of experience and learning from that experience is wisdom this is when you learn from other people's experiences because for sure i always keep telling my sister this because my sister is the kind of person that wants to experience everything first before she learns and i always keep telling her you cannot wait for every opportunity to go wrong before you can learn from them i always keep telling her that do not wait for it to happen before you learn from it and for her the things that this applies to are maybe in terms of adventures because she's the adventurous type of person and i don't have problems with her venturing out on her own because this is also one of the ways that she can learn but there are some things that i keep telling her and then she comes back to me and says i did this and hindi pala pwede which is a little bit annoying because i did tell it to her at first and uh, i don't know maybe she's that kind of person but i would always tell her and i am telling you that there are some things that you need to learn on your own and i have no problem with that but there are also many other things that you can uh, learn by learning from other people's experiences. A good example would be there are many people who fall off a cliff 
yung mga ano buis buay selfies ganon so you know that you shouldn't attempt to you know take pictures over a very narrow cliff or somewhere wherein you might fall over and you don't need to do this yourself to learn that you don't have or you don't you shouldn't do this and this is just one of the examples that I always tell my sister bakit mo pagagawin yung isang bagay na yan when you know that other people have gotten into accidents just by doing this very thing but for her kasi ah hindi yan I have to experience it first before you learn from it which is, which sometimes I find very annoying kasi I don't know. I just believe that there are some things that we are supposed to learn by not experiencing them. And we would also save ourselves all that, you know, fear, anxiety, and probably hospitalization bills by just learning from other people's experiences. And I really hope you could also keep in mind that if it's something that endangers you know, your life, you probably have to really think about doing that kind of activity. Because sometimes we get swayed by you only live once kind of mentality that we often forget that you only live once can be applied in different ways. And for me, you only live once does not mean you rush your death. <laughs> so anyway, that's just me, but I think that's one of those. Anyway, let's just start with um, the steps that you can apply for you to fail forward as per John Maxwell. So the first step here is to realize there is one major difference between average people and achieving people. So for this step, it's just very basic. As we are starting the book, this is just identifying that achieving people did not get stopped by certain challenges in their life. Pia Wurzbach, Miss Universe 2015, failed to get the Binibining Pilipinas Universe title not just once, but twice. She had to join three times before she gets the crown and eventually win Miss Universe in 2015. And this sets her apart from other candidates because some, having failed once, would have already stopped trying. But her persistence made her stand out and achieve more by not letting her past affect her dreams or her vision for herself so i chose her example because this is definitely one of the many things that we need to get inspiration from that when we fail once twice three times that's not reason enough for us to stop trying especially if it's something that you really want for your life if it's something that you really dream of and want to achieve if it's worth achieving, if it's something that you've always wanted in your life, if it's a goal that you've been pursuing and you find yourself failing many times, never stop trying. This is your difference 
from average people. So that's point one. That's step one. The second step is learn a new definition of failure. So this also comes as part and parcel of number one. Because when you fail, that's not sugarcoated. It hurts. It sucks. <laughs> it's like the world stops you from doing whatever it is that you want. It's like your life is falling apart. <laughs> it's like nothing is good and nothing will be better. But if we try to learn a new definition of failure, by this, we have to see failure as something that enriches rather than diminishes. Failure does not make us bad people, does not make us incapable of more. Failure is just something that happened to us. Failure will let us learn new things. So if we try to adjust our minds and our perspectives and try to redefine failure in our minds, there will be differences in how we will react to failed experiences. So we're just going to move through it fast because there are 15 steps. But I'm going to try to give you many examples or as many examples as I can <laughs> that would apply to each step. So step three is remove the you from failure. So this is my favorite. Because before, when I approach failure, I always think about it in terms that I have come short. I didn't live up to expectations. It was my fault. It is, you know, something that I cannot overcome. And I learned that I am wrong. I am absolutely wrong. Because there are many things that are beyond my control. And whether or not that experience is successful, I have to separate myself from that experience. And this is my favorite also because recently, I did apply for some program that I really wanted to apply a long time before but have not the courage to do so. But... I did try to apply special thanks to a very good friend for giving me that encouragement to apply with her. And I got results of it just last month or just like two weeks ago. And I just learned that I didn't pass. And of course, it is a failure that hurts because I did my best for it. But... Uh, this time around, I am not, you know, moping around. <laughs> I am not bitter about the results. I am not blaming myself for not being enough. And it's this change of perspective, removing myself from that failure that has given me more courage to do better. And I try to think about it in a way that maybe the program is in need of other people with other experiences with other strengths and that my strengths and my capabilities are not yet required as of this moment and that changes things because i still remain to be the person that i am i am not seeing myself as a failure but i just didn't fit the requirements that they needed for that program which 
gives it an entirely different perspective. And this applies to many other things. But if we start looking at it this way, na may mga bagay na hindi mo kasalanan na hindi mo nagagawa or hindi mo magawa or hindi mo nakuha. And it's not your fault and that's fine. You are not the problem. Hindi ka nagkulang. Meron lang talagang mga bagay na hindi para sa'yo. So, that's one way of looking at it. And that also saves you your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Kasi you're not blaming yourself from, from all these, you know, failures. It's okay to make that mistake sometimes. It's okay to have that experience sometimes. At the end of the day, you just learn that you are still you. Your qualifications didn't change. It's just that you didn't get in the program. And that's okay. So, yon. So, that's number three. That's one of my favorite steps. And then, number four is take action and reduce your fear. Hi, everyone! I hope you are enjoying this week's podcast episode. And I do invite you to like my Instagram and Facebook pages. That's Christine's Voice, the podcast, to get to know more about updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you, and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. So step number four is also connected to step number three. So number four is take action and reduce your fear. So in connection to number three, because every time we experience failure, I believe there is this fear that develops within us. Example before is, you know, when you touch something that is hot and you learn from that and your body reacts to it. You don't ever want to try to touch something that's hot again because you know that you will get burned. But not all experiences are like this. Because sometimes when we have such experiences, maybe you went for an audition and you didn't get that part and you got so devastated. The reaction sometimes is you get so fearful of being rejected that you never ever tried to audition again. So I think that is this example that is where this step comes in you take action and reduce your fear because if you really wanted to sing and this audition that you tried actually developed a fear within you and you stopped ever trying you would never be able to achieve that dream of singing in big stages because you let your fear consume you so the best action for this is to keep trying and not let the fear of rejection you know, be the focus of your attention. Alright, so that is step number four. And then step number five is change your response to failure by accepting responsibility. So after you've failed and after you removed yourself from your failure and after you refuse to let your fear consume you and you continue to take action you have to also start taking responsibility for your failures so maybe you get rejected from an audition and after getting rejected you started developing the fear of rejection that you would never be good enough and you stop even auditioning so we have to change that response by not letting the fear of rejection be your main focus and you have to even try harder and take action that's step number four then step number five comes in is 
change your response to failure by accepting responsibility. So this is applied by maybe, maybe you just didn't practice enough. You have to also take responsibility for your shortcomings. Maybe you didn't have a good song choice. Maybe you didn't come in time and made the bad impression. So there are many other things that you can consider and you have to start taking responsibility for your actions. Hindi kasi pwede na nag-fail ako. Ayoko na. Kasalanan nila. Hindi pwedeng puro ganun. Malay mo naman, kasalanan mo rin. Malay mo, may kulang ka. Malay mo naman, you didn't prepare enough. And this also changes things. Kasi um, if you know that there are things that you can improve on, and there are some things that you can also adjust within you and then you not let the fear of rejection consume you it will work magic for you you just have to try again you have in the end chosen to improve yourself you have taken responsibility or for example maybe there is this thing at work that you failed to do and instead of making excuses, you have to take responsibility for it. You have to accept that you are the one that made the mistake. And once you start accepting responsibility, you can focus now on solving the issues. So that is also how it can be applied. Number six. Wait, before I go to number six, let's recap lang. Number one is realize there is one major difference between average people and achieving people. Number two is learn a new definition of failure. Number three is remove the you from failure. Number four, take action and reduce your fear. Number five, change your response to failure by accepting responsibility. Sixth, don't let the failure from outside get inside you. This is also connected to all the previous numbers. And a good example would be your company closes down. And this is not your fault. But you are greatly affected by it because you will lose your job. You would have to go out there and look for another job and adjust to different scenarios but you have to understand that the failure of the company is not your fault closing a business is not your fault but you are affected by it so what can you do but you know let the failure outside be that failure and you just do what you can to move forward so, control, and we really cannot predict those. We just have to learn how to react to such events. Alright, number seven. This is also very good. Say goodbye to yesterday. Because sometimes, there are failures in our lives that stick to us. That we can't move past from. Alam it keeps on hunting us up to this very day. And what the book says is that we shouldn't let our past affect us. We shouldn't let our past failures affect our present choices. Kasi tapos na yun eh. 
I think my best example for this would be athletes. Because there are athletes that you know failed in previous um, competitions or contests. Then maybe they have to retrain and stop for some time. Or maybe, maybe you are someone who has a different career path and wanted to change that career path because you failed from before. And you have to move past your past. <laughs> so apart from the athletes, kasi may mga athletes talaga na ganun, they really cannot let their past affect their present. Kasi how could you compete if you keep thinking about your previous failed competition? It will not be helpful for you. And not just athletes, I think it also applies to everybody. If you are hoping to be successful in your next venture, you have to forget your previous failures. Forget not in a sense that you didn't learn from it, but you have to take away that weight for you to move forward. Your past will always be a part of you, but you shouldn't let your past dictate your present or your future. I think it's, it should be the other way around. Eh? Your past should help you make better decisions in the present. But I think a more um, difficult example would be if you are an entirely different person in the past and you wanted to change for the better. You really have to say goodbye to your past. So maybe people who are looking for a career change, you really have to say goodbye to the past and not let your past you know, shackle you down. You really have to let go of your previous self and accept the person that you have become at present. Alright, number eight is also very simple but also very easy to apply. So it is change yourself and your world changes. So ito yung lagi na sinasabi na it's a matter of perspective. It's how you look at things and the world around you would change. And I really highly you know, believe in this step. Kasi may ibang bagay kasi na we think it's a big deal. We think in our minds that it's probably the end of everything. But if you try to, you know, remove yourself from that boxed thinking, you would start to see that there are many other ways to look at this kind of issue. And once you start seeing those other angles to a problem, everything changes. It's no longer that you are helpless and you are out of options. It's now becoming which option is best to solve this problem. So it's a matter of perspective. I really believe that. And sometimes it's difficult lang talaga to see the other option. Alam mo yun? Kasi especially when you are um, enraged or maybe you are so hurt, deeply hurt, or maybe you have complex emotions that you have to deal with first before you can see the bigger picture. And that's fine. You just have to make an effort to see the different side or the different um, perspective. Try to find the different option. Try to find the different angle. 
and then you can start moving forward. I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but I just believe in the power of that perspective. You know, sometimes hindi lang talaga natin hakita yung mga bagay as it is. Pagka masyado tayong galit, pagka masyado tayong emotional. And what I do is I try to step back. Of course, I would let myself feel. I would let myself, you know, really be in in that state because rejection for example is a difficult thing to handle and i would give myself some time to get used to it because i don't want to deny myself of that emotion and for me once i give myself some time to process what i'm feeling eventually i would get up and start thinking about other options on how i can make myself move forward and we all have our different processes and we all have our different ways of coping to different scenarios and what's important is you make it a point to change yourself so that your perspective of the world would also change right number nine get over yourself and start giving yourself this is a little bit different lang in a way that it wants you to focus on giving back to others and not just to think about yourself instead of focusing on yourself you focus on other people which is also very important especially when it comes to achieving things or learning things because sometimes if we keep looking inward we are always just limited by ourselves but if we start looking outside ourselves and see that there are other people being affected by our decisions, then we see better. Hindi kasi lahat puro sa atin lang. <laughs> so, I forgot the example that John Maxwell stated in number 9. But the important thing here is um, you get over yourself and start thinking about other people. And in that way, you see your vision clearer because you are not just limited by yourself, but you are also considering other people. Number 10, find the benefit in every bad experience. So I will just try to summarize this in this way. Um, you have to start thinking that you either win or you learn. There is no losing. Because every time you get a bad experience and you try to see past the point of the negative, you would see that there is a thing to be learned. So that's how I would summarize it. It's not all bad, you know. Failure in business, for example, does not mean you just lost money. <laughs> But you have to take into account the learning experiences, the lessons that you encountered while you're doing the business in terms of people management, um, logistics operations, social skills. It's not just about losing the business. There are many other things that you can look at how you improved yourself over time. And not just focus on the business becoming a failure. So you have to win or you learn. 
I am keeping that in mind all the time kasi sometimes I tend to forget na win or lose, alam mo yun. There's no more losing, it's just learning. Alright, so I'm just gonna repeat from 1 to 10. Lima na lang. From 1 to 10. Realize there's one major difference between average people and achieving people. Learn a new definition of failure. Remove the you from failure. Take action and reduce your fear. Change your response to failure by accepting responsibility. Don't let the failure from outside get inside you. Say goodbye to your yesterday. Change yourself and your world changes. Get over yourself and start giving yourself. Find the benefit in every bad experience. So that is 1 to 10. Number 11. If at first you do succeed, try something harder. This is also very easy to explain. Because sometimes when we achieve the things or the goals that we've set ourselves to achieve, we become complacent. Or eventually, we become so used to it, we no longer want to change ourselves. Alam yung sinasabi nila, why fix something that isn't broken? So, it's not that you don't get contented with things in your life. It's just that there is no movement or there is no progress if you do not keep moving. Alam yun? Being complacent is also something that you would not like to feel. And um, I, I want to remember the example na binigay niya, but I'm also thinking about my own experience or something that I have read before. But, minsan kasi, the more that we do something, the more that we get used to doing something, the less our minds become active. Kaya, kapag nasani ka na sa isang bagay na lagi mong ginagawa, and another thing suddenly comes up, you would have trouble adjusting. Kasi nasanay ka na eh. Para sa'yo, it's not anymore normal to have outside pressures and you get so stressed and you get you know so disoriented na and confused na something that is not in my specific task is given to me i no longer can adjust to it naniniwala ako na we have a lot of different things we can improve on even if we are already the best person Kasi may mga bagay na nagbabago sa atin. And hindi dahil nag-Olympic champion ng isang athlete, magsa-stop na siya sa sports niya. Alam mo yun? Kasi minsan, we think about that as an ultimate goal. Maybe that's a dream. Maybe that's a goal. And achieving that goal and that dream is absolutely great. But your life doesn't stop once you achieve that dream, once you achieve that goal. So if you do succeed, you try something harder. There might be just, you know, more for you after that. So I think that's the best that I can explain it. Your life wouldn't stop just because you achieved your dream. When you landed the dream job that you've always been dreaming of, that's not the end of it. In fact, that's just the beginning of it. Now you have to do that job. For marriage, once you marry the person that you've always wanted to marry, the love of your life, your marriage is not the destination, but it's actually the beginning of your life together. And we have to 
think about it in this way kasi there are so many more things to do once you do get to your dream. I don't mean to scare you, but I just don't want you to be complacent. So number 12 is connected to, I think, number 8. I know, number 12 is connected to number 10. So learn from a bad experience and make it a good experience. So I think I explained it before and ni lang niya, he reiterated it to say that for every bad experience, it can be turned into something useful and something good. Number 13, work on the weakness that weakens you. This is also one of my favorites. Kasi every time I encounter something that I'm weak at, my tendency is to stop trying. Kasi parang mahina ako dyan, so why should I do it again? Diba? But I learned that I will not progress if I do not do the things that I don't want to do or I feel uncomfortable doing. So I started with, for example, swimming. I really didn't know how to swim. I really have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm absolutely scared of the water. Friends, if you have suggestions, comments, or any feedback for me, I would love to hear you out. Just send me an email at christinesvoicethepodcast at gmail.com or you can just follow my Instagram page and send me a message there. Thank you! Wala na tayo ng battery, wala pa tayo ng memory, so... So again, I don't know how to swim. I have no idea what I'm doing in the water. And I absolutely am scared of the water. But I figured that I never wanted to get past this life without ever learning how to swim. And that's what I did. I learned how to swim. And I still am not good with the water. But I finally learned how to swim. And that makes me happy because it gives you, you know, that confidence that if there's something that you're weak at you have the means and you have um, a way for you to improve your weakness it doesn't mean that you stop trying just because you are weak at something but of course you also have to recognize that there are some things that you shouldn't do or you cannot do just because um there are certain limitations to it but you have to first try before declaring that it's not something that you can do and you you have to learn you have to try and you have to absolutely improve yourself all right so the next one is understand there's not much difference between failure and success and this is very easy to explain in a way that we have to we have to start thinking that success and failure are existing both at the same time whenever you are trying to achieve your dreams or achieve your goals there's always that possibility for success and failure these are not different concepts and these are two interconnected um, concepts that you've always have to keep in mind and whenever there's failure there's success whenever there's success there always will be failure so you really have to get used to it you have to be aware of such concepts coexisting and you cannot separate them talaga and you also have to be open to it because if you're aiming for success there will always be failure accompanied by it before you can get to that success and even though you are successful 
there will also be moments after that success where you might you know experience failure and that's okay these are two interconnected concepts there is not a lot of difference between them so that's the quick explanation for that and the last one last but not the least is number 15 get up get over it get going so this is um, best explained by the saying alam yung sinasabi nila na even if you don't feel like it show up be there alam yun, it makes a lot of sense because there would be times when we feel discouraged when we don't wanna be there for something or a- attend something or show up for something and that stops us from moving forward and the important thing is to keep moving if there's something that you don't want to do and you feel uncomfortable doing it or if you feel scared doing it or if there are some factors that stops you from doing it maybe other people external dialogue is saying that you cannot do it but you haven't even tried you have to get up get going get over it and you know just start and um, another thing is we only fail forward if we start doing something. So one of the important things na naalala ko from the book is fail early, fail often, and fail forward. And this is absolutely perfect. <laughs> perfect example for me kasi when I was young, I would always, always avoid making mistakes and failing at all costs and i would always be scared of doing um something that would disappoint other people i would always be scared of being scolded and reprimanded because in school you don't get rewarded for mistakes but when um, a turning point or one of the things that i would always go back to in terms of failure when i was young is fractions such a weird story but when i was in grade school like grade four grade five i have this um book on fractions because we were under an ace curriculum and we are working on pace books and these pace books are always such a headache (laughs) but the setup helped me become an independent kind of student and i've always hated math and there's this book on fractions that I failed not just once, not just twice. No, I just failed twice. I said the third time I passed. <laughs> if I could explain lang, um, the ACE curriculum gives you the opportunity to work on pace books or books about certain subjects on your own. So I have to learn fractions on my own using this book. And I have to answer the exercises and check my own work and see if I get the answers correctly. And by the end of this book, by finishing this book, I will be given an exam by my teacher in which the teacher would check the answers of that exam and let me know if I passed or failed. If I fail, I have to repeat the book because I cannot move forward if this book is not something that I pass. So I did that like twice. And the third time, after also consulting with a teacher many times, because sometimes we have to get the advice of older people, the ones with experience and the ones with the knowledge of it. So I did 
learn, I did study, I did consult, and eventually I passed the exam and got my gold medal on that fractions book. And ever since, I never, ever forgot fractions. <laughs> Not that it's my favorite. I, I hindi naman siya naging ganon. Though I love fractions now. It's just that that experience is very vivid in my mind. And it, you know, gives me good memories and good feelings now. Kasi I was able to overcome that situation. And I don't know. I just wish I had more kinds of experiences. Kasi yun nga, as I said, my tendency whenever I fail is that I stop trying. But I learned from that already. And I am trying my best to give chances to things that I failed before. Kasi, I don't know, there might be things to learn. Maybe before I just lacked the proper perspective on things that I didn't give them a try or I didn't give them a second chance. And there's a lesson to be learned. So, yon. Also the same with, you know, if I see the pattern, there's, it's also the same with being physically active because I always get insecure about my body before, which I still get until now. But I learned that I can always train my body. I can always discipline myself and be more physically active if I wanted to. Not just because I am not athletic. Hindi na yun enough reason now. I learned that already. And um, whenever diets fail, I would always see where I went wrong. Because eventually, it will all boil down to me. I have to accept the responsibility that there are some things that I didn't follow. Or it can also be up to my habits, my sleeping patterns, my eating patterns, and my genetics. So... It, it's absolutely, you know, an entirely different game now after some years. Because when you're young, you're just thinking, nah, I, I failed. It's not maybe for me or maybe something's wrong with me. May mga ganun kasi. But we learn from such experiences. I just wish I did more of that. But you know, looking back during the past decade, there are so many things that I had to, you know, reassess and reevaluate so that I can give myself more chances. Best example would be um, JLPT. To be honest, I took um, the exam like many, I think more than five, six, seven, or eight years ago. I don't remember. But I took the exam and failed. And I just hated the concept of failing. I didn't even want to try again. But no matter how much I think about it, it would always lead me back to that. Nihongo studies would always be one of my yearly goals. And I kept wondering, why did I even stop in the first place? <laughs> and I tried to track some of the things that led to this decision. And I figured... Just because of this, I'm not doing the things that I wanted to do anymore. So it's not enough reason. So I tried to get back, study again, and just now I'm enjoying Japanese studies all over again. 
it's an entirely different experience. And, and I really cannot say anymore na I don't want to keep trying just because I made a mistake. Right now, I am more open to mistakes because I tend to remember it more. For example, in kanji, I know I make a lot of mistakes. I really cannot recognize a lot of the characters. And that's fine. Once I get corrected, once I learn the correct kanji, I never try to forget about them anymore. Of course, my memory is not perfect. But there are some things that, you know, stand out. Because I choose to learn from my experience and fail forward. Alright, so guys, this is quite long. And I really hope I manage to get the gist of the um, lessons that John Maxwell wanted to convey and also inserted some of the things on how you can apply such steps. And it always would depend on the person. Again, it would always be different in your case because you have different experiences. But I just hope we all understand the importance of failing forward. This is something that we are not, you know, being taught in school. This is not something that we grasp the idea of immediately when we are young. But we can all change that. It is never too late to learn this concept. And it is something that we can learn as we grow older. Because no one can get this perfectly. We just have to keep trying. And I know there are many other things beyond our control. But I always tell this to my students. You make these mistakes now while you have the chance. While you get the opportunity. Make them. Because these are the opportunities that you have to learn. If you are preparing for an exam and you are studying for that exam, ngayon palang magkamali ka na. Ngayon palang magkamali ka na sa mga bagay na hindi mo maintindihan. Because that's the only way you can understand. Pagdating kasi ng exam, you really cannot you know, correct yourself anymore. What is wrong is wrong. It's counted as wrong. But before the exam happens, you can already learn from these concepts that you cannot understand. So, yun yung sinasabi ko palagi sa mga students. Make as many mistakes as you can so that you can be corrected, so that you will improve, you will learn. Because if we keep striving for perfection, ngayon pa lang, and anyway, we have no way of learning. Perfection doesn't exist. So, as much as possible, you make your mistakes, you learn from mistakes, and you fail forward. Alright? I think that's the gist of what I want to say. And that is absolutely a great book for me. And that actually completes my January book list. And I have started another book. I have, I told you, I have created a um, resolution. Not a resolution, but a goals are reading goals um, for this year. And so far, medyo tayo, but I'm still um, continuing it. I'm not stopping because I, I enjoy reading so far. And yeah, anyways, I keep talking. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for always tuning in. And hopefully, I get 
to create more more episodes for you in the coming weeks and there's just a lot going on right now but i still want to give you updates every now and then all right so guys thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next week fail forward <laughs>